2: It's the Richard Sherman podcast presented by FanDuel. It's NFL playoff time, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. When you win, you'll get paid fast. Jump into the action at any time near the game with live betting. And FanDuel is now live in Ohio. So use promo code RS and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. 21 not in select states. First online real money wager. Wait- only ten dollar first deposit required. Bonus issued as now withdrawal free bet that expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem call one 800 gambler.
3: The volume. Welcome
4: back to the Richard Sherman podcast. We got my guy, Mitch Eisenstein. Mitchell,
2: is Tom done? That's a question for you, Rich. I, he certainly looked done last night. That game. Got away from them early, and they never got back with an uh, even remotely close chance of winning it, Rich. First off, we saw the Dallas Cowboys that are competitive Dallas Cowboys, ones that could make some serious noise in this playoffs. Your thoughts on this game, and then we'll we'll move on to Tom Brady after that. Well, well they played a great game. You got to give Dak a ton of credit. I mean, he played a
4: flawless game, um, took what the defense gave him, didn't force anything, didn't have any obvious mistakes. He ran the ball when he needed to. Uh, He controlled the game from the outset. I think he played one of the best games I think I've ever seen him play. Obviously, in the playoffs, it makes it even bigger. But I think, man, there's not enough superlatives to to give him the credit that he deserves. He played a really good game. Their defense played a really good game. Um, They held Tom Brady in check. Huge interception in the first half uh, when when the game was still close and Tampa was uh, in scoring range. Tom hadn't thrown a red zone interception since since 2019. He was playing for the Patriots, and they got him. Um, it was a bad pass. I'm not sure what he was thinking on that play. It looked like he was he was trying to throw it out and left the ball 15 yards short, uh, and that's, that's going to be a problem. And that seemed to be the case of, throughout the game. There was a lot of passes where he wasn't touched. Nobody was in front of him. He stepped in the rhythm and was just off. And you hate to see it. You know, you hate to see – a fall from grace, you know, especially the greatest of, 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 all time. And, but everybody, it happens to everybody. So it's no fault. You know, there's not many 45 year olds playing the game. I think him, uh, Robbie might be 40 something, but he's a kicker. Uh, and he's not throwing the ball 66 times in one game, but uh, it's still a solid game for Tom and, and always uh, a hat tip to Tom for for everything he's done in his career. But that might, you know, I mean, it, that might be it at least for him in Tampa.
2: Well, if it is it for him, you know, on his career, you know, a major hat tip. Uh, he has nothing left to prove. I mean, he is he is the GOAT. I don't think there's much conversation about that. But, Richard, if he does move on, where do you see the fit being outside of Tampa?
4: That's tough. Um, I think I see him going to to Vegas just because McDaniels is there. Um, and he and Josh McDaniels have had, had a lot of success together and you know each other very well. Devontae Adams, one of the best receivers in the National Football League, might be outside of Brandin Moss, the best receiver that I mean, well, I mean, he's played with Mike Evans for the last three years, but uh another great receiver they have, Hunter Renfrow, would be his Edelman. Um, you know, his his West Welker type receiver that can get open and create mismatches, third downs, very consistent. Uh, he has a great tight end. Uh, Josh Jacobs, if they bring him back, great running back. So there are pieces there that that I think can entice him. They don't have the defense right now to get anything done. Max Crosby, they have a, a great player in him. But I can see him going there, just getting closer to the West Coast, um, getting in a West Coast time zone for the first time in his career uh, would be would be nice. I can see them going to the Jets as well, but I just don't see that as a, as a fit with everything they got going on. I think they will be looking for more of a long-term play. The NFL playoffs are here. If your team's in, it's gonna be fun. But what if you could actually be at the game? That'd be fun. For last minute, amazing deals on tickets to your favorite NFL team, check out Game Time, the fastest growing app in the US. If your team is out of it, no sweat. They have tickets to NCAA, NHL, NBA games, even concerts and comedy shows too. So if you're in San Francisco, you want to see the Niners, download the Game Time app, create an account, and redeem the code Sherman for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, enter the code Sherman. That's S H E R M A N for twenty dollars off. No matter where you live, get out and have some fun this week. Download the Game Time app. Last minute tickets, lowest price. Guarantee.
2: Well, that's just it. I mean, really, how much of an upgrade would he be over the likes of a Derek Carr if he did go to Vegas? I mean, do you view that with the way he played this season as an upgrade over Carr?
4: Well, I, I, I just think the combination of him and Josh McDaniel has 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 won a lot of football games. They've won a lot of football games together, and I think that that will come into his mind. You know how well they've worked together in the past. I mean, over a decade, they won what. Six Super Bowls, uh, five Super Bowls, whatever it is. And I think, you know, he'll feel good about his chances there and, and you know, going forward. But uh, it hurt to
2: leave Tampa, but, you know, you going to leave Tampa and go to Vegas. I mean, worst things have happened. The Cowboys move on. And let's start in the NFC because we got a, a divisional preview to get to here. Uh, the Cowboys move on. They're going to play your 49ers, this, this vaunted defense, you know, in 49er land. If we see. This Cowboys team that we saw on Monday night, Dak Prescott playing the same way he did, you know, not turning the ball over. Tony Pollard and Zeke running the ball effectively. What's this outcome going to look like? Well, Mitchell, it's going to be crazy.
4: Well, first off, the 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 two guys that are, that are up for Defensive Player of the Year, Micah Parsons and Nicholas John Bosa, get to go head to head in a way. You know, they don't play, they don't play on the at the same time. You know, they'll never be on the field together. But I think they both get to showcase their ability. But I think obviously San Francisco has the better team. They have more weapons offensively. Offensively, Dallas has, has, a, has a really good quarterback in Dak Prescott. CeeDee Lamb's a really good receiver. They're inconsistent everywhere else. Dalton Schultz, Sanford guy, uh, has been consistent at the. He had a really big game this past game against Tampa. Um, they have two really good running backs when they're healthy. And so they, they have a solid O line. But his game is going to be won or lost in the trenches for both sides. You know, San Francisco's offensive line is going to have to stop Dallas's defensive line, who's really dynamic, even outside of Michael Parsons. They have a lot of pass rushers that can get home. Uh, they can get home with four rushers. And Dan Quinn is a great defense coordinator. So it's going to be a great game. Brock Purdy, another, another chance for him to show what he can do. You know, for whatever criticisms he's gotten, uh, they are unwarranted. If he was a top three pick, playing as well as he has, be going undefeated, they would be talking about he's the face of the league. You know, if he was the number three pick, if you were talking about Trevor Lawrence playing like this, if you're talking about Zach Wilson playing like this throughout any stretch of his career, you'd be talking about the future of the league. You'd be talking about Mahomes and all those guys. I mean, Brandon Ayuk took away what would have been the catch of the playoffs, the throw of the playoffs, and really catapulted him in a cool conversation. And so that's unfortunate. But he would have had four passing touchdowns in that game. Uh one rushing. So it had five touchdowns in one game is a heck of a game for a undrafted or uh, well, for a seventh round pick. And I see Dallas making it a game, no question. They have too many. They 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 have a really good defense. Uh Trayvon Diggs is one of the best corners in the National Football League, played even better than he did last year, and he was an all-pro last year. Um uh, Micah Parsons, we talked about him, really dynamic. I think they're going to expose Van Der Esch. I think they're going to find Van Der Esch every chance they get. If they try to cover Christian McCaffrey with Van Der Esch, San Francisco will be will be raining confetti and going to the NFC championship game, wherever that will be. If you if this if the Dallas Cowboys decide, hey, we're going to cover everybody else because you still got Debo to deal with. You still got George Kittle to deal with. Brandon Ayuk has come into his own. You have to deal with all those guys. Elijah Mitchell, and Christian McCaffrey, and they can all be on the field at the same time. That's not illegal, and I guarantee you Kyle Shanahan will find a way to get it, get it done. What are they going to do about that? They, they can't create all those matchups. On the flip side, San Francisco literally has an all-pro at all three levels, has a first-team all-pro at all three levels, not, not just at a, at a pass rusher. You have Nicholas John Bosa, first-team all-pro. Fred Warner, first-team all-pro. Talanoa Hufanga, first-team all-pro. So it's not just going to be sweet. It's going to be a heck of a game.
2: Well, Rich, I don't want to take anything away from Brock Purdy's accomplishments because what he's done since coming into this league has been nothing short of historic. But if you look at the teams he's played against, I mean, let's be honest here. You know, he's playing the Buccaneers. He's playing the Seahawks. He's playing the Commanders, the Raiders, the Cardinals. I get it. Two of those teams are playoff teams, but they aren't true contenders. The Cowboys, this team, is in that conversation as a contender. This is going to be the, uh, the toughest matchup of his young professional career. You know, the Cowboys have some, some heavy hitters defensively too. You know, how much does this moment affect Brock Purdy? You know, is it, is, is it too big for him?
4: It's not too big for him, Mitchell. It's not too big. I don't think it's going to be too big. I don't think he even thinks about it. I think sometimes ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss, Mitchell. Ignorance, you, sometimes you're too young to know that you don't know. Like, hey, I'm not worried about it because I don't know how big the stakes are. I don't have enough time to think about it. Now, next year, after he goes through everything and he gets a chance to take a deep breath and, you know, introspect and think about, man, this was really cool. Then he may understand, hey, coming to this game, like, expectations are elevated. Like, it's crazy. But when you're young, you're just kind of going, going, going. He's just doing his job. You can hear about how he talks about it in his press conferences. He's like, hey, I'm just doing what, what Kyle and these guys need me to do. I'm just a piece. I'm just a piece of the puzzle. They tell me to pass it here, I pass it there. You tell me to pass it there, I pass it there. You tell me to hand the ball off, I hand the ball off. So he doesn't feel he doesn't feel the pressure of the expectations on his shoulder. He just feels like, hey, this is my role. I just have to do my role, my one of 53, and I'm good. And if, the, if he doesn't let the weight of those expectations get to him, I think they, they have a real shot at
2: winning the Super Bowl and definitely winning this game. Well, Rich, let's keep it in the NFC. We got an NFC East matchup. Three NFC East teams made it to the divisional rounds, which is insane. Let's not pull the historical clip of us calling them a dumpster fire at the beginning of the year, because we were we were wrong on that, to, to say the least. But this is another great matchup. The Giants, uh, we talked about it a couple of days ago. They're clicking at the right time, and they're going to be playing the Eagles, which are a bit of a mystery team with the Lane Johnson issue, with the... Uh, with the injury at quarterback Jalen Hurts. Richard, who do you like in this game? Vegas has it, a Philly minus seven and a half point spread right now.
4: Mitchell, it's going to be, they have it what? Philly's favored by seven and a half. Wow, seven and a half? Mitchell, Mitchell, they didn't beat the Giants by seven and a half in the last game where they were playing their third string quarterback, Mitchell. Like, that's... I don't know, Mitchell. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. But I do know that the D line that the Giants have have put together really gave Philly fits in that last game of the season. And people, people, it, it, people weren't paying attention because they're like, "Hey, you know, this is a this is an easy game for for Philly." Giants aren't playing their starters on offense. They were playing them on on, on defense. And Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, Kayvon Thibodeau. Like, they can make this game a lot harder than it's supposed to be for the Philadelphia Eagles. So, seven, seven and a half when they won by six with uh, David Webb at quarterback for the Giants, I wouldn't Vegas. I might actually, let me, let me go, let me go. Hold on, Mitchell. I'll be right back. I got to go. <laughs> let me just put this, let me put something in real quick before they change their mind. Because I think the Giants are going to come to play. I think Wink is going to have a great plan. He had a great plan in that game. And that was like a sampler game. That was a game they didn't need, but it was a game, hey, in case we see these guys again, let's try a few things. And I think they found a few things that worked. They have confidence. Adoree Jackson really played a solid game. Obviously, Jefferson, he had a lot of help. There were guys all over the place that were were helping. But he played a really good game against Justin Jefferson. I think they'll try to do the same thing with A.J. Brown and try to make other people beat you. Don't be surprised, Mitchell, if it's a one-score game and it comes down to the last
2: possession. And I have a lot of whatever. I don't I'm not yeah. gonna bet. I'm gonna bet. I don't disagree with you necessarily, Richard. I think Giants are playing with house money right now. I don't think anyone expected them to make it this far. Brian Dayball has certainly, you know, changed that organization quickly. And, and this this revelation that is Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes at quarterback, you know, he's he's coming to his own. He, he's made me somewhat a believer in this team. And not to say I don't like the Eagles, because I do. Don't forget we got a first-team All-Pro, you know, friend of the program, Darius Big Play Slay on the opposite side of that football. And, and, and Richard, the, the reality is the Eagles have a hell of a front seven, you know, and they got Bradbury and Slay in the secondary. I, I like the Eagles in this game, you know, long-term. I like the Eagles in the NFC. But the big questions is, are, are up front. It's going to be offensively for the Eagles. How healthy is Jalen Hurts? And how much of an issue is Lane Johnson's injury going to really cause for this team? And a those are questions issue. that those are questions that we haven't seen answered yet. You know, so eh, this game might be pretty
4: tight. You are it's right. Gonna, it's going to be tighter than than seven and a half. And that's no question. And we talk about big play Slay being an all pro. James Bradbury just got his first all pro after the Giants. This team, if they're playing, released him. They released him into an all pro season. Can you imagine being that guy? I mean, the guy that releases somebody and they have an all-pro year, I mean, he has to feel good, but definitely still a revenge game. It's definitely still a revenge game. But there are a lot of players on that defense for the Philadelphia Eagles, that veteran D-line. We talked about when they got Lin-Bell Joseph and Sue, and they already had so much talent. Ahsan Reddick has uh, having a pro-bowl, all-pro year. It's just going to be interesting because that offensive line for the Giants is going to also have to hold up against that D-line that's ferocious. And we're not even talking. We didn't even get to, to, to the big dogs. We didn't get to, to all the, the, the old heads that they have, Brandon Grahams, um, the Fletcher Cox uh, that have been doing it for a decade. They want it. They want a Super Bowl
2: bad. They want it really bad, and they we'll see who wins. I know that Philly fan base wants another Super Bowl as well, so I'm sure they're going to be active. Uh, come nope. this weekend. AFC talk time here, Richard. And, and let's start with the Bengals and the Bills. This is a matchup that we saw the game paused, obviously, with the Hamlin. And now we have this rematch. Obviously, the Bengals are dealing with some injuries up front. We talked about that on the last pack podcast. The Bills are dealing with a lot of issues in terms of turning the ball over. Um, this game, you know, Vegas sees it as a Buffalo Bills favorite at four and a half points. But this game is, is going to be an interesting one. It's going to set up you know, it's going to ultimately eliminate one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, who do you see coming out victorious? What do you like about this matchup between the Bengals and Bills? Well, I'm going to tell you first, though, Mitchell, what I don't like.
4: I don't like that it's in Buffalo. I don't like that at all. I think, I think the Bengals are going to beat them in that game. I think the Bengals were going to beat them in that game. They looked. They drove down the field. They scored. They they looked to be right where they need to be, being command of that game. It did not look like it was going to be that close. The Bengals had, I mean, the Bills had not been playing well against good teams, and the Bengals were hot as fish grease. So for this game not to be played at the neutral site is kind of frustrating because the Bengals didn't do anything wrong. You know, obviously DeMar is okay and and healthy and and got out of the hospital, but the Bills were punished in the in the end for that. Cause if they would have won that game, then this scenario would be flipped. And we'd be talking about the Buffalo coming to Cincinnati to come into the jungle to play this game. And I think, so I think that's unfair. First off, I do think it's going to be tough with that offensive line, but I would say if Buffalo had Von Miller, I would give them this game. I'd have them at that point spread, but without Von Miller, Joe Burrows, is a hard boy to beat. He's a hard one to take down. And last year I remember I remember the game he took, he got beat. He took a beating, Mitchell, nine sacks, got hit, I don't know how many times, and they won that game. And so with even with the offensive line issues, he over, he's shown in the playoffs the ability to overcome that. And those receivers that he has, have shown the ability to overcome that. And that defense is scrappy and hard to deal with. And they have belief. They believe that they're supposed to be there. Last year, it was kind of a flash in the pants, we don't know if we're supposed to be here. Now they know they're supposed to be there. They're, they're fighting their butts off. Um, had a really good game, hard-fought division game that they just won. On the flip side, I know Buffalo is hungry for a win, but they have to stop turning the ball over. They have to. Uh, Josh Allen has been uh, – he's leading the league in interceptions. He's got 22 turnovers. That has to change. That defense is, is starting to click. They're starting to find their footing. Um, they start to find it. A little bit in the Miami game, but that was a dogfight that it shouldn't have been against Skylar Thompson, and they could have lost that game. So I still got the same
2: Super Bowl matchup that I've been talking about. It's the 49ers and Bengals. I like the Bengals as well, Rich. This is going to be an incredibly tight game. Quite frankly, these first three games we talked about, all four games are outstanding matchups. This is going to be a great weekend of football. Let's move over to the Jaguars and the Chiefs. You know, this is a game the Jaguars, frankly, probably should not have been in if coaching were, uh, were a thing in that Chargers game, you know, but they're here. And this is another team playing with some house money, much like the Giants. They're an eight-and-a-half-point dog at Kansas City. You know, Trevor Lawrence, bit of a coming-out party in that second half. Does he continue the hot hand? Is this a game, Richard? Uh, I don't know, Mitchell,
4: because I don't know who Trevor Lawrence really is, Mitchell. A guy that throws four interceptions and a half of football in the playoffs is a guy I can't trust. Sure, he threw touchdowns in the second half and it came back. Great game planning. But four interceptions, three to one guy. That's going to leave me, it's going to take a while to get that taste out of my mouth and and for me to erase that and really trust him as a quarterback. Defensively, they're starting to get scrappy. They're starting to find something. I think they found something in the second half of that ball game. They're finding confidence. Uh, they got playmakers. They got D-line who can really start to get hot at any time. Offensively, they got a veteran group of receivers. They got Christian Kirk, who's played, Zay Jones played a really good game. You know, coach, and then you got Marvin Jones, who's been really good in this league for a long time. But it's a lot to overcome, Patrick Mahomes and and Andy Reid in the playoffs, man. Uh, they don't lose very often, and when they lose, it's a dog fight, and it comes down to the last second. I don't see them losing. Well,
2: Richard, this is uh, this is one of those weekends that uh, we might see a little history made. You know, we saw the Chiefs and Bills throw down at this weekend last year. There's some outstanding games. I think before we sign off, Richard, the coaching carousel has started, um, and there's a couple teams that have opened up. Are there any leaders? that you like if you were the you know Carolina Panthers we would say or the Houston Texans who are you bringing in David Shaw that's
4: why I'm bringing David Shaw in. if I'm the Houston Texans and I really think I want to turn this program around I'm bringing David Shaw in um as somebody that I know can get our program put in the right direction uh and really really start to build something uh if not then Sean Payton is probably not an option for most of these teams. I wouldn't – I mean, Sean Payton, I wouldn't take those jobs. If I was him, I wouldn't take the Houston job with no quarterback. They, they fired the last two coaches. Carolina, you got talent defensively. You got a good running game. Um, you got Sam Darnold, at quarterback. So, if you believe in Sam Darnold and he showed up some flashes uh, late in the season, then sure, you take that job because they have a defense. That's a, that's a division that you can, you can win that he knows. Um, but I think right now the top candidates are Dan Quinn, Sean Payton, I think Caldwell, you know, your old Detroit Lions coach. I think he should get another shot. And I think one of these um, teams, the Colts have called him, I think, uh, and interviewed him. Or was it Denver? Might have been Denver. But yeah, I think he deserves another shot. But I don't know, man. I, I don't know. These, these aren't great options for coaches this year. I know D'Amico Ryans has four interviews this week, which. Is crazy, but I think he will be a great head coach. I just wouldn't take these jobs because it's not you're not set up for success
2: and they're they're firing coaches way too quick these days. Well, Richard, we got a big time guest joining the program here next. Uh your fellow or your former teammate, and I know you love his defense, uh, 49er, Eric Armstead. I'll let you welcome him on next here, Richard.
4: Well, I appreciate you, Mitchell. I hate to hate to get you off of here, Mitchell, but we got to get Eric on. Obviously a great player. they headed into a great matchup with Dallas Cowboys,
2: and I got a lot of questions to ask them. So I'll catch you next time. Mitchell? Yes, sir. Bet the NFL playoffs with FanDuel, where every play is a rush. This weekend, FanDuel is giving all customers a no sweat, same game parlay during the divisional round. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account, you'll get free bets back if your NFL playoffs same game parlay doesn't hit. Same game parlays let you combine all your favorite bets for a chance at a bigger payday. This weekend, we like the Giants with the points, combined in the same game parlay with Saquon Barkley as an anytime touchdown score. You can even ride with thousands of other fans and bet popular same game parlays already made for you. If you're new to FanDuel, join now with promo code RS to see for yourself why it's America's number one sportsbook. And if you already have FanDuel, you can start building your no sweat same game parlay today. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 and up in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bet. That expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms
3: Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. It's the
4: Richard Sherman Podcast. Welcome back. I got a special guest, Eric Armstead. The leader of this San Francisco 49ers defense that's going crazy. They got they got the Dallas Cowboys this week. What up, brother? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm great. It's going to be a great matchup. Your season going great. You look good. You're healthy. What's going <laughs> yeah. on? Nothing, man. Uh, definitely going to be a huge matchup. We had them
6: last year at their place. And you know now they're coming out here. And they got a good team. So I can't wait.
4: It's going to be a great matchup. You know, they got that running game. Dak's playing well. But this last game against Seattle, you know, it started off a lot closer, I'm sure, than than everybody wanted it to be in the first half. They had some success. They, they, you know, we took some shots. In the second half, not so much. You know, it seemed like it put that fire out pretty quick. What adjustments went into that?
6: I think we knew what they wanted to do. You know, they wanted to come in. They wanted to try to, you know, run the ball, get Geno uh, in the play action. Uh, pass game. Obviously, you want to get the ball to GK and, and lock in. They, you know, came out, did a good job of that. You know, they were getting, you know, they didn't break any huge runs, but they were getting too many yards than we, than we wanted them to. And, uh, you know, that was opening up the pass game too. And, you know, we went in at halftime. It was just about, you know, it was really just about us and our mindset of, uh, finishing, getting off blocks, um, not letting them get leaky yards. And then, uh, you know, it always comes down to turnovers. And so when you make, uh, you know, you get turnovers, you make big plays and that changes the game. And we came out and got some, got some key turnovers and, you know, turn the game around. And then, you know, we never looked back from there.
4: The amen who forced fumble and, and Nick recovering, it was huge. You know, you guys are putting a lot of pressure on people and obviously you missed some games this year. What was your mindset when you came back? Cause you know, that's the hardest thing people don't understand. It's like when you miss games and you can't play, you can't help. If you're a true competitor, you like, all I want to do is get out there and help. And, and to be here for the for these games and these important games down the stretch, uh, it gotta mean a lot to you. Yeah, no, it was definitely definitely tough
6: uh, for me. You know, I've never I've been hurt before, but I've never been hurt. You know, and then had to come back and try to try to play. It was always hurt, and you know, out for the rest of the year. You know, off season and reboot. So being hurt and trying to come back mid season or towards the end of the season was definitely something new for me and. You know, my mindset was just come back, uh, get myself back to uh, a good place where, you know, I can help my team win games. And, you know, that's the standard I have for myself. Um, I feel like I'm a game changing player and uh, I know my team's going to need me to be my best um, if we want to, you know, continue this run. So that was just my mindset, knowing that uh, my team needed me and I needed to get back, you know, to the best of my ability to to help us win games and, you know, make game changing plays. So. That's just been my mindset the entire time. It's been, you know, frustrating and it's been tough. But, um, you know, we're here in, this, here in this moment with a great opportunity.
4: We talk about this all the time. I talk about this all the time because you never get the credit you deserve because a lot of the things you do don't show up on the stat sheet. It showed up on the stat sheet last week, though, early. <laughs> it showed up on the stat sheet early. You got got to eating early. But how does that feel? Because I know your teammates appreciate it. You know, I know I know Nick and all the guys, Fred and, and Greenlaw and all the guys that benefit from what you do, what you are doing, what you're able to do, appreciate what you do. But sometimes the fans get lost in the stats and what what's this. But out there, Pete Carroll said it. He was like, hey, you're a problem, every dang snap, because you can eat you can collapse a pocket. You can collapse a whole side of the line if you want to. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel good. You know, I, I play
6: for the respect of my peers, uh, you know, first and foremost, and you know, the respect from the guys you play against and play with is uh you know the utmost respect, and that's you know when you hear those hear those words from people you can beat against and people you play uh play with you know that makes you you know you feel great and um you know I've always been a guy who just want to dominate in my role and um you know whatever whatever team asks of me I feel like I can play any position on the d line um I feel like I can be a dominant player, and I think I've shown that throughout my career and so um you know when when the what makes me feel good is uh, you know, after the game when I you know talk to the guy that I just played against, uh that respect that he that he gives me. Um and you know, he had a long day. That's that's what I that's what I look
4: for. <laughs> right, 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 right. Dallas about to have a long day. They they have no idea. Uh you, Nicholas John Bo- come on now, it's gonna get crazy. But there are all pros at all three levels of the defense, you know, and and even I mean, Dre didn't get no, didn't uh, come on. We're not gonna start with how they did, Dre. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's like it's like NW. They somehow forgot about Dre. But Tyler Noah getting first team All Pro, Fred getting first team All Pro, uh, and Nick getting first team All Pro. Had, it's a testament to the entire defense and and how hard and how well everybody's playing together, and also D'Amico Ryan's and what he's doing. I mean, from his first year to this year as grown, as a coordinator. Tell me about that.
6: Yeah, it's been amazing. Uh, you know, I love playing for Miko. You know, Sala, uh has, you know, kind of built, have built something. And, you know, I think Miko, um, you know, we're playing even, even at a higher level now. Um, so I think he's took that and he's transformed it and made it his own, um, the style that he wants us to play at. I think he's, you know, it, we'll, we'll see what happens this year. But uh, I love playing for him. And uh, I know he's going to get a head coach job soon and we'll, we'll see what happens or what he wants to do. But I think uh, he's definitely deserving of that. Um, he's a great leader. You know, he talks to us. You know, what, what do we see out there? Former player, played at a high level. So he knows that, you know, uh, the players, players run the sport and, um, you know, how we do and, you know, what we do out there runs the ship. So he uh, he talks to us. He asks us what we're seeing out there, um, how, you know, he can. You know, maybe switch some things up and, and with the play calling based on how we feel, uh, what we're seeing on the field. So um I think Demico has been uh amazing for us and number one defense in, in the world. And that was our goal um, at the start of the year and we did that.
4: No question you did that and you're doing it in the playoffs. And, and you guys got a special defense, you got a special team offensively. I mean Christian McCaffrey coming in. That had to be that had to be crazy first off to see as a teammate. you just look up and wake up one day, oh we got Christian McCaffrey. Like you talk about the rich getting richer, like it's a disgusting. Y'all, y'all got a plethora of riches, and he seems like he's been great for you guys. What have you? What have you seen from him on a day to day? And also, Brock Purdy, because people not giving him really the respect that I feel like he deserves. They trying to. They, they're like, oh, he got all these pieces around him, and it's like, of course he does. There are a lot of people with pieces around him, but if you just if he was a top five pick. And he went six and seven and oh in his first couple starts it, with a passer rating as high as he had. They'd be talking about him facing the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and so has he shown that in practice since you've been here? Yeah. No. Um so with, with Christian
6: first, you know, that was that was crazy because you know, I've been here a long time and we usually don't typically make those flash transactions, or those sexy trades, you know, huge free agent signings. So you know instantly that popped to mind uh and I was like, whoa, that's pretty shocking for for us to you know make a move like that, but uh, it's been crucial um christian, I think he's the best running back in the league, and so adding him to what we have going on already, it's just we have too many too many weapons for for you know you can't stop' them. uh you can't stop all of them you know on any given any given day. It's kind of like the warriors where you know you might. You know, Steph might have a bad night, but Clay's gonna kill you, or Jordan is gonna kill you. That's been amazing, and and Purdy has been amazing um, as well. Like you said, I think that uh, you know the the way you enter the league sometimes can pigeonhole you, um, and you know people have this this biased opinion on you. And since he was a seventh round pick, they're treating him like that, and he's just you know overachiever and you know all those things, but. He's been amazing. He's came in with confidence. Um, he's assertive. He's also at the same time a good rookie. He's he's not outlandish or or uh, cocky, and he carries himself the right way. And uh, he's been playing amazing. he's been inspiring us as a defense, uh, inspiring our team. And you know, if we're going to uh, you know win the whole thing, um, he's going to be the you know the reason you know uh, why we get, are able to get that done. So it's a crazy storyline and a lot of hype around it, but. Um, it's just a testament to you know who he is uh, as a as a person and a player and coming in, coming in and seizing that
4: opportunity. Uh it's been amazing to see. I think it's been awesome, man. I'm really impressed by him. I'm really impressed by the way Kyle's using him and, and making the game simple for him. But I also I I, I got another thing. I, and Nick gotta get he gotta get defense player of the year this year. If they don't give it to him, I'm I I I might have seven podcasts about Talking bad about whoever they get it, give it to. I don't give a damn. I'm I'm breaking it down because and I think you should get some MVP votes. But but you know how that goes. It's going to my homes and you know that's pretty much wrapped up.
6: <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I mean if he, if Nick doesn't get that, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna have to have like a protest or something because right. I think it's clear cut. I mean, it's you know, no really other uh other options and you know the year he's had has just been consistent. Game for game, um, down in and down out, run game, pass game. Um, he's just been uh, amazing all year for our team, um, number one defense. So it's it's everything just stacks up, you know what I'm saying? And um, even last year, you know, I think he was should have been a candidate. And um, you know, he didn't get much recognition last year. He should have got more last year. And, you know, to come back again and do even more this year, it's like Come on, man. What 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 are we doing here? What are we
4: doing? Like yeah. you didn't give him comeback player the year last year. Right. Like this guy. So you knew he was gonna come back with a vengeance yeah. this year for everything. And yeah. But we we've talked enough about football. You now we're gonna get to the fun stuff. How's being a dad? It's been fun, ain't it? <laughs>
6: it's man, it's been amazing, man. My uh my girls are getting big. Um, my oldest, she's she's got a lot of personality now, you know, talking so much, able to have you know, those conversations with you. Um and it's been it's been fun. You know, this morning, knocking on the door, daddy, wake up. Daddy, wake up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and uh it's it's been it's been great. They they came, she's she's starting to under understand kind of what uh I do a little more too. And they came to this game the past this past week and she was cheering and having a lot of fun. And uh my my youngest, she she's been amazing too, just watching her grow up. Both very different though. Uh, right. which is once you have two, you can see the difference in personalities and it's been fun though, a lot of fun.
4: One of them is always like a little, a little more aggressive, a little bit more mischievous. The other one's like super sweet and cuddly. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and you're like, oh, they're both gonna be super sweet and cuddly. And then the yeah. other one's like, wait, wait, you don't want to cuddle at all. Yeah. My youngest, she didn't she didn't even want to swaddle. No cuddle, <laughs> like didn't didn't want the boob, nothing. Like she was, she was, she was like, give me a bottle. Like I don't yeah, really I'm need good. y'all. Like,
6: um, just go ahead, and put me down. I
4: don't, I don't need y'all. I don't need yeah. y'all. I'm an independent woman. Like,
6: nah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's been good to see the the differences.
4: Throughout this journey, you know, God willing, I ain't going to jinx nothing. But yeah, the further y'all make it, if y'all make it to the to the final rounds where they got the confetti and the trophy, make sure your baby get up there with you. you yeah. You'll never regret it. I'll tell you that. You'll never regret it. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. They definitely going to be uh, at all the games for, for this run. So. And, and my, my goodness. How crazy. People got to be the dumbest people in the world to believe that goddamn rookie deal. Like, <laughs> like. Was really out there, like bro. How can you even spend 300k at,
6: on food? Like, that's impossible. It's impossible. Like, but we we have fun with it. I mean, the the waiter went overboard, right? I told him to put, I told him to put, you know, make it like 30k, 25, something realistic. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna put 300,000. So when we gave them the bill, they're like, man, it's not even, it's not even look right. You know what I'm saying? So but we had fun. We had a we had a uh, a great time. Uh, I'm glad we did it. Yeah, you know people. People is just just funny. People will believe anything.
4: You gave people too much credit. what you did. Yeah. You gave yeah. people. You said, "Hey, people, smart enough to know that yeah. food don't cost this much." Well, but I, no, I guess they're not. <laughs> <laughs> and, and let's talk about your TikTok because you you going crazy on TikTok. Hey, right. come hey. on now, <laughs> promote it. Yeah. No, I've been, I've been,
6: I've been working on that. Um, I got some people helping me with TikTok. I like to have fun. I like to have fun with it so people can follow me on TikTok. Eric Armstead, all my handles are Eric Armstead now. Um, I have fun with it. You know, it's loose. It's, you know, it's, it's childish. Um, People get to see a different, different side of my, my personality, uh, I would say. And it's, you know, different. Uh, People kind of know me for, you know, football or, kind of being, you know, laid back or relaxed or, right. you know, my nonprofit stuff
4: or uh, so people to get to see the other side of me is is, uh, is fun, too. It is. It is. But you on there talking about you eat 6,000 calories a day. <laughs> I said, come on now, 6,000? Man, I, I got to keep my weight up, man, you know? <laughs> right, 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 these, right. These, these, these big old dudes trying to, trying to move me. I got to keep my weight up. Right, right. I'm sure they wish <laughs> you keep your weight down, you know what I mean, the way you're abusing these dudes. I don't need no part of it. I, yeah. I don't. I appreciate you joining me, brother. I don't want to take too much more of your time. If you got anything else you want to promote or talk about, I'm down for it. But I know it's your off day. It's the playoffs. You got to lock in. I'm gonna get out yeah. the way.
6: Yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm locked in. I appreciate appreciate you having me. You know, you're doing a great job with your with your with your platform, uh, with your show. Uh, love you, on, love you on TV too. Um, so I want to continue to support you, show you love too, man. Appreciate it. You've that. been an amazing person. Uh, in my life remember first time I met you out in Maui uh, my rookie year when your family's on vacation and you know I I had heard of you and you know obviously you have a, a a huge uh reputation and uh but being able to meet you and you know finally be able to play with you uh years later has been has been amazing for me and to be able to you know to call you my friend has been great so um, I really
4: appreciate
6: that. No, nah, I appreciate you. I appreciate you having we, me on, too,
4: man. We ain't going to talk about Vegas, but,
6: you know, that's a story for another day. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yes. For, yes, yeah,
4: that's yeah, story for yesterday. That stays in Vegas. We, right, right, we right. We're having our fun, too. Right, right. We got to get loose, too. Your mama <laughs> remembered. Your yeah. mama had a, she had a good night there. We she all got, had a good she, night. She, she, you walked away with a few
6: dollars. You had my mom. <laughs> my mom, praise and worship pastor, out with us until three in the morning. So, you know, that that's, that just give you a little little highlight of the kind of night we had. <laughs> right.
4: Right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well tell the family I said hello, please. Yeah. I appreciate you. I love you, brother. You go have a great game this week. All right, man. Love you too, bro.
1: Volume. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80 live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York city, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
4: Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures.